Hello and welcome to Underdogs, Bootstrappers, and Game Changers. This is the real side of business. This isn't Shark Tank. This isn't I got a million dollars to start my first business. This is for those of you that are starting with nothing and using business to change their stars. Motivating people who disrupted industry standards. I think back to the younger me who first started in business. I felt like business was beyond my station. That was for the guy with the rich dad and all the connections. But I was wrong. It's for the person that wants it. My aim with this podcast is to take away some of the imaginary roadblocks that are out there for you. I want to help more underdogs because underdogs are truly who change the world. One last thing before we jump into episode one. This is part of our Content for Good initiative. Much like Bully This and Redefining Heroes, all the proceeds from the monetization of this podcast will go to charitable causes. So join us for episode one with Ryan Diaz as we talk about the other side of employment that never is talked about. So our first guest is going to be Ryan Diaz. And I want to give you a little uh, background on Ryan so you understand how his journey developed into the business world. Originally, Ryan was a KOTC Bantamweight World Champion, an AFC Bantamweight World Champion, Hook and Shoot North American Champion, two-time PNW Champion, Fearless MMA Champion, Canadian Muay Thai Champion, Intercontinental Muay Thai Champion, ADCC Veteran, and over 50 professional fights all over the world. So understanding Ryan's background and his passion for martial arts, which started at 13 years old, you can understand the next step for a lot of fighters is to give that passion back. And I remember having a discussion with Ryan and he once told me that he hoped to be the coach he never had. So enter the MMA gyms that Ryan started, including he started, DS, DC, he started DCS Combat Sports in Vancouver, as well as being a partner here in local Arizona area with the lab. Today, we're going to talk to Ryan about his journey through business so you out there in the audience can understand a little bit more. Hey, Ryan, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Tyler. Yeah, absolutely. And Ryan and I, just so you guys know, as the audience, we've been personal friends for a long time. And uh, I think what he's done with his uh, gyms has been amazing. Totally welcoming community in the MMA world. And a lot of people don't know that the MMA community is an amazing community with beautiful people that are not just... What do you want to like? What's Tough the common? Guys. Yeah. What's the common perception that Meat most heads. people think? Yeah, of <laughs> MMA people. You know, but really, they're they're amazing human beings. Well, like I, I I always tell people this: you meet the richest guys in the world, the toughest guys in the world. The richest guy doesn't have to tell you he's rich. He doesn't have to act like he's the richest guy. Yeah. He's just is rich. Yeah. Same with tough guys. They don't need to go walk around act like they're tough or you know tell you they're tough. They're just tough. Yeah. You know, and so. Like outside of like doing their job, like for fighters outside of fighting, like you don't have to be this mean person. Like you can be a human being, a normal person. Oh, absolutely. And I, I can speak firsthand. So one of the first things I always tell new entrepreneurs when I'm talking to them mm -hmm. is like, what's your workout routine? What is your stress reliever? Because you're going to need one. And for me, it's been MMA and lifting weights. I needed it. Well, even just for any successful business person, like I read a lot. Totally. Like obviously, number one, you got to read. Yeah. Got to sleep. Yeah. Got to eat healthy. You got to exercise. Totally. You know? I mean, that, that's what's funny is like, so people have to do that for a fight, right? 
And you also have to do it for business. Yeah. You have to be prepared just like you were prepared for the ring in a lot of ways yes. for your business. Like you have to, you, like you have to take care of yourself. Like you have to be in top physical and top mental sh yeah. uh, shape. You know, you were around fighting before like the UFC like phenomenon and everything else. I think one question that would be super interesting for people before we like walk on the way that you started your business is like, what's harder business owner or professional fighter? So I always tell everyone one of the biggest differences between my my life as being a fighter and being a, as a business owner. Yeah. When I fought, everything was about me, my diet, my training, my sleep. Yeah. Oh, my injury. Oh, you know. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. It was all about me. Yeah. Then when it became to the gym, it's it's almost everyone but you. But you <laughs> have to do the things that we talked about because yeah. if not, like. They always talk about this on an airplane. How can you help someone unless you help yourself first? Yeah. So like if if you are a business owner and you're not in a good place and you're whatever you're doing, say you own a retail store, how are you going to be able to sell somebody something when you're not even happy about the thing that you have on your own? It's imperative to knowing that. Yes. And, you know, like your first. So this is one of my and you're the same way, you know, and so we're going to I want this discussion to kind of center around employees because that is the hardest part of business. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing is like the world tells um, the world tells this story of like all business owners are awful. Nobody cares because you've got the Amazons and things out there that are mistreating their employees. But we never talk about the small business world, you know, and where a lot of us, these people are family to us. You know, like these people are close to us. We work with them every day. If you have to fire somebody, you have to look that person in the eye and fire them. They're not just a number. Hey, so-and-so go get rid of about 50 people today. You know, it's not the same way in the business world. And that, that's one thing that's so hard, but like back to what you're saying around, you have to make the business the priority. Because one thing I, I did quite often is I would uh, care about these employees so much and they wouldn't care about the business. And I'd give them another chance and another chance yeah, and another chance. I remember. Yeah. And, uh, and then what I realized, you know, looking backwards, cause business is a learning process, right? What I realized looking backwards is that was not fair to my good people. The people that were always there, that was not, you have no. to, you owe it to the business. You have to take care of the business and the business needs to take care of the good people, right? So if you're taking care of the bad people, then that is punishing your business and the good people. Well, number, what is, what is the number one job of a business owner? Is to take care and watch out for the business. Sure. So there's going to be times where an owner has to make a bad decision and people might look at Hard him, decision. Like hard decision. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Hard decision. Yeah. And to many people's eyes, that might be the wrong one. Yeah. But you, people don't realize that he, that business owner is actually doing the best thing for the business. Yeah. You know, it's just like being a parent. Yeah. Sometimes you, you know, hey, you can't smoke, and then the kid doesn't understand why he can't smoke. You know, but like, yo, I'm, you're not allowed. Yeah. You know, okay, that was a terrible excuse, like example. But like eating McDonald's. You know, yeah. some parents are like, hey, no, you are not going to eat McDonald's. Yeah. You know, like, and they're doing that for the best of their kid. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe that's not the best example, but this is an example. I've got one for you. Show up on time. Yes. People are like, oh, it won't matter if I'm a couple minutes late. It's like, well, yeah, it does. Because, you know, now we're behind on uh, what's going on for the day where we have a schedule to keep, you know, like you need to show up on time. Well, so that's the problem. That's the thing a lot of people don't understand, especially being a business owner. Yeah. You have like, and then this is a business podcast. They have to understand that no one will care as much about your business as you. And that's just the number one thing that you and have to understand. And beyond that, I would tell business owners or want to be business owners, you have to. 
Nobody's going to care about it as much as you. That's absolutely. But also you need to remind yourself, you have to, this is your number one priority because this is what feeds everybody, right? Yes. So, well, and then you talk about employees because the number one, like in we're me and my staff, like my management staff have been talking about this a lot is you have to hire the right people. Yeah. And in, in whether you take the time and you do the extra during the hiring process, that is one of the most important things. It's imperative because you'll get nice human beings like us that don't love firing people, right? It's yeah. a really hard thing for me to fire people because then I start thinking about their families, think, start thinking about them having to go get another job, all these things, right? It's a really hard thing to fire. Well, and I, sorry, ahead. I just want to finish because nobody talks about the kind-hearted business person in the world, the one that like loves their people, right? You know, and what I would, I would implore you to think of when you, uh, when you think about the employees that aren't taking care of you is you still owe it to everybody else at that place to well, take care of for me like i like i i my employees i got so many i got anywhere between 50 and 70 yeah. that's instructors um front desk staff yep. like cleaners whatever yeah and the thing is even for me what i've done is i've always like i've talked to you about this before is that you know i had i learned one of the best lines i've ever learned in my life and it was because somebody when i was younger helped me so much he helped me make, uh, helped me make money, and like he was a lot older than me, and you know I, and he helped me get along or so, uh, helped me succeed. Yeah. And then I asked him years later, I asked him, why did you help me? You didn't need to. And he said, Ryan, you know why? Is because it's lonely at the top. Yeah. You want to bring your brothers and sisters with you. Yeah. And, I, and that stuck with me for a long time. So a lot of my employees, what I do too is, like, say for example, I've taken on, like, I've taken people. I've, I've probably done at least six. Mm-hmm where I've, uh, I brought them into the country, got them visas, got them PRs, let them even stay, like, stay with me for free, lodging free, and I take care of them as much as I possibly can. Like even last week, I took one of my uh, Thai guys to his first hockey game ever. He was oh, so happy for that's it. That's awesome. You know, like, and then we do these things where, and then what I look at too is that, you know, they bring their families. Like say, yeah. for example, I have a few Thai guys where they bring their families over. Yeah. You know, and like, I want to do something good for people. Sure. Like I want to do that, you know, and then you talk about, and we just said it right there. You got to find good employees mm. and you know, it's hard because you want to be this nice person and like you did it. Yeah. But then thing is, is at the same time you have to do what's best for the business. Yeah. And then at the same time, it's like, you got to make these tough choices and doing these tough things. And sometimes being as a business owner, you don't get to be the, the cool and nice guy. You know what I mean? No. And so it's hard, you know? Well, and I actually kind of digress from my original point when I was getting to that is like you as a kind hearted person need to vet more, right? Because you're, you know yourself, right? I mean, I'm speaking for myself and mm-hmm. I know you're similar to me um, because we know each other so well, but it's like, we need to vet people even more because we're going to have a, tar- a hard time making that decision to let them go. Well, so like, I'm dealing with a situation like this right now. Yeah. I brought, I brought a, an individual from Thailand over. Yeah. Let him stay at my house for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I let him, I got him visas. We paid for his visas to come into the country. Yeah. Uh, it got to the point where even we got his family into the country. Yeah. You know, like I, I even did little things. I let, like, I let even his family or him used my address. So he, his children, you know how school works. Yeah. It's all about where you live. Yep. So I let him use my address so his children can go to the best school in Vancouver. Yeah. And then when you vet, like you think, okay, hey, you know what? 
these people like, hey, this is your friend. You do whatever you can for them. Yeah. And then, you know, you give them a job, you give them opportunities and everything. And then even like, you know, you talk about vetting and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, they, you know, everyone, this is one thing about life and people in general is everyone has to always think about themselves. Like, yeah. and it's just natural. Sure. You know what I mean? And everyone wants to watch out for themselves. Yeah. But so I wouldn't know, say everybody does that. Uh, you, know, you and I, right. no, no, you and you, I don't do that. You are enough. man. I've seen it and I've heard the stories. Like you are a very gentle, a uh, very kind person, and very caring. Like I appreciate man. That. Some of the things that the stories that you've told me before, like it's insane. Like but back to employees, it's like I know it's happened to you. Like yeah. and then all of a sudden you have an employee that starts thinking more about himself than, and then they start to see things that aren't there. Like oh yeah, like. Oh, this person's making so much money, and but they don't see the behind-the-scenes things where it's like, yo, it isn't like that. Like yep. we're working hard, we're borrowing all this money, like we're selling. Like my mom had to sell her house for they us all, to continue. They only see variable stuff. They yes. only see the variable cost, right? Oh, we sell a membership for two hundred dollars, let's say, yeah, and we know our cost on that is fifty bucks. So they're like, oh, he's making one hundred fifty bucks each time. Yeah. You know what they forget? Fixed cost. Yes. We have to have an overhead. We have to have lights. We have to have everything. Well, even but not employees just that, only the see the variable cost. Even the investments. Yeah. The initial investment to put yep. the money in. And the one thing that people don't ever think about, and this is what every business owner needs to remember, is that you, you have taken a risk. Totally. Because now you have opened this business and you're taking this risk. And not mm-hmm. only that, it's your time. Yeah, all the liabilities are on yes. you. Yes. You know, not only that, but after you like sell it down the road, then like you have some liabilities there potentially, you yes. know, um, the the liabilities, you know, and the time and the heartache and everything else you're putting into and probably not taking a salary in the first couple of years. <laughs> you know, and then just even like, so back to the story was that this individual now, he's, he went behind my back after he applied, after knowing that he was going to get a PR in the country, he went behind my back and started plotting and, and, and did this and started planning on opening his own gym a mile away, you know, violating a non-compete, a non-solicit, non-disclosure. And the thing is, is that I'm learning is that, which really sucks for business owners is that the law actually goes behind the employee more than the employer. Oh yeah. Especially when they're in the business. Absolutely. Well, and that's insane because then now this individual goes around Mm -hmm. and then makes lies and makes, because I'm a business owner and you know, all of a sudden now we got these big facilities. Everyone forgets that I'm a human being. Yeah. Everyone forgets that, Hey, you know what? I got feelings and they don't see the hard work that, you know, that we have to do. For example, like, you know, we, we talked about this before, but like part of my job is to put up fires every day Yeah, and we're constantly dealing with all these things, yep. but I'm not going to let everyone know because like, that's not what you're supposed to do. And you don't yep. do business like that. Yeah. You don't let anyone know what the problems that you're having. You want to create a positive environment in your business. So then what happened now is he goes and then I find out and then all of a sudden he goes and opens a mile away. Um, he puts a sob story out that says, Oh yeah, you know, Ryan didn't pay me enough. I worked so much for him. I did this. I did that. He cut my pay. But in reality, the thing was, is that you talked about this. You got to come to work. Yeah. You know, this individual missed 82 days of work in one year. Yeah. You know, like, what do you want me to do? I can't pay somebody that doesn't come to work. Sure. You know, and then just when you own, and that's why you talk about vetting employees. Yeah. Is because... You want good employees. You don't want somebody like him who shows up or gives us a call 20 minutes before a shift and say, hey, I can't come in today. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, like. You're in a bad spot. Yeah. We're terrible. And then what makes it worse is on social media that night, you see him out 
out to dinner or out yeah. like you know out and it's like it's hurtful well and that's what i really want to get across because the common perception like i said in the beginning of the episode is all business owners are ruthless all business owners they, they look at the big corporations and what they do to employees that is not the small business world well small business world is family and yes. this is really hard and honestly you i know you're the same way as me this hurts on a different level than we're losing the business this, this is, is like yes it's it's like getting an it's like a, a member of your family cheating on you, well, your, your wife cheating on well, you. Well, it's funny that you talk about, we're, for some reason, people don't look at us as like a small business no more. No. Because, because I've all of a sudden, I got a thousand plus students or a yep. couple thousand. And then plus these, you know, it, it was, we, at the beginning of our, of the new gym, we advertised this as a multi-million dollar facility. Yeah. But the people don't understand how that gets calculated. Yeah. The building is worth multi-millions. Yeah. But we had to mortgage it and then we have partners yeah. on the building to buy this building yeah it's not like we just had six million dollars or ten million dollars and threw it into this thing well you know and it's like you and i talked like uh have been uh, talked before about how dcs started in the garage you yes know? it's like i started my business the same way you know i lived off fifty dollars a week we didn't even have hot water to do dishes with or anything like that. Our stove was a little toaster oven, you know, but then you get a couple locations and, you know, you have clients like the WWE and, you know, things or you for the UFC fighters and stuff. And then they figure, you know, like, oh, they've got it, you know, yeah. when really, honestly, for me, I can only speak for me. My employees always made better wages than me. You know, it's like, so like you're taking care of them more than you're taking care of yourself. I'll never the forget the beginning days when we didn't know if anyone was going to come and show up to the yeah. class. Mm -hmm. We didn't know if we were going to have customers. We had to sit, stand out front of our gym, hand out flyers because we wanted people to come. Yeah. You know, and then it, it, there was a time where I, like, we find, like, we never had private lessons before because no one knew us. Yeah. Then finally we started getting, like, I started getting private clients. Yeah. Opposed to not just having uh, students in class. Sure. And there was a point in time where, we didn't have enough money where I had to do extra privates to make sure that my staff gets paid. Yeah. You know, and the thing is that nobody hears about that stuff, right? No, they, they, they see now that you're how many years in business now? Eight now, I think. Yeah. yeah. Eight years in business. They see the glorious thing that you're doing now. Yes. And that you're doing all the coaching all of the UFC fighters, you know, in the ring. And, and, that, you know. and, and that goes to show, like, you know, what they, it's perception. But yeah. then people forget the little things. Like, yeah. hey, you know what? I have feelings and it hurts. Yeah. Like, what really hurts more than anything is like, you do so much for people. And then this was what was a crazy thing is that we confronted him. Me and one of my managers confronted him and asked yeah. him, like, hey, like, and he's sitting there telling about everything he's done for us. And I go, hey, I knew you were going to sit here and tell me everything that you did. Yeah. But you forget what we did for you? And you know what he said to me? Hmm. He goes, what did you do for me? <laughs> I couldn't believe I'm like, your family's here because of us. You, you know, and it's just, it's sad. You know, we have to get to, uh, we need to talk about paperwork so the audience understands yes. um, at some point. But I was watching a show over the Easter weekend. It's called Outlast. Yeah. And I didn't expect to like it, but it's all these like people that they drop off in um, uh, Alaska, right? And they have to be on a team to win. And they don't give them any food or anything, really. They just have to survive and they're on these teams or whatever. And you're watching this psychology fold out right and these people are i don't want to ruin it for everybody but these people are like doing horrible things like at one point I'm, I'm sorry i have to spill this out they steal somebody's sleeping bags right you can die out there if your sleeping bags are sold just so they can win this game right but you know in their minds it became everybody else's fault right yeah. they came up with reasons to hate them and I, that's what i find in life too it's like people will come up with reasons to hate you so they can do bad things to you 
Oh, that's the, oh, that, and then people lo- lost their humanity. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah. Is because they, they you, like you just said, is like they start to think like, hey, I have to do this to survive. So you know what? Is it you or me kind of thing? Yeah. But or he's not, got it. I can take this because yes. he's got it. And that's that. that oh. Man, I can't believe you just said that because yeah. that was one of the things he said to me. No, I know. He goes, I've been through it. <laughs> he goes, he goes to me, he goes, hey, you have like, because he, he started poaching or like he signed a non-compete, non-solicit, non-disclosure. Yep. And part of non-solicit is not to take members from our gym. Yeah. And then I talked to him about like, hey, you're stealing students from our gym. Yeah. And he only says to me is like, you have so many, you shouldn't care. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, man, that's stealing. Stealing is stealing no matter what. You can't do that. Like you don't remember the things that we went through to get here to, to get these students. We went yeah. through hell. And like, we could only tell, like, we only have so much time. We can only tell a small part of the story for probably all you did do for him. Well, and yeah. I, I know because I've been in the same boat and I wasn't yeah. smart enough to have the paperwork you had the very first go around. So my employees talking about showing up late, they would show up late. These two guys made friends in my business, you know, and then uh, it was very small. We didn't have very many employees in the first while. Right. And so, um, it really impacted the business and they would show up hours late, you know, and sometimes, so I switched the company hours. You know me, I'm up at three o'clock in the morning. No, no, you're crazy. The best yeah, thing yeah. for me would be have the place open at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'd clean the whole business before they would get there, waiting for them to get there, excited for them to get there. They walk in half hung over, you know, and like, like, like kids. Right. But I switched the office hours and still can't make it, you know? And then one day they finally told me, well, what are you going to do? We're late. I'm like, well, you can't be late. You know, it's disrespectful and we need the business to run. It's like, well, what are you going to do about it? You can't work without us. And they went and they opened their own business and we went on to open multiple. Well, that's why you talk about, you know, paperwork. Yeah. They got to Like you got to outline. And this is one. They were my closest competitor. Well, so this is the crazy thing is that you think they're your friends and this and that. And as family and as, um, at business advice to any business owner out there, you got to do everything by the book and and everything paper trails of everything. So when it comes to employees, you gotta have an employee contract. Yes. Gotta outline wages. Yes. Gotta outline hours. Yep. You gotta have a policy about tardiness. Yes. And and so like this guy here, he missed eighty two days of work. Yep. In any normal job, he gets fired. But yep. because he's my friend, he doesn't. You and, know? and that's the main difference between small and see these people were my they, I didn't know them before they came to work to me yes but they became family right and that's what well, people don't realize and if you're new out there to business this sounds like if you're in business for a while and you've been in big business then it's like sounds silly to you yes. but if you're new to business you're like why would I need paperwork my buddies are the ones I'm gonna hire and it's even more important with your buddies well then that's that's why it's more important than with your buddies because yeah. then that way it's clear clarified right off the get-go sure you know and it's sad because you just don't know people sometimes. Yeah. And out of nowhere, people will change their mentalities. And like what we talked about, and then you just talked about your show, is then all of a sudden people start thinking of survival. Yeah. And they think that they have to do these terrible things. No, they make up things. To survive, yeah. Yeah, they make up things. Like even yeah. Mike, my guy is trying to say that, hey, I got to do this to support my family. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the thing is that people forget is like, yo, like I have 50 employees yeah. That like now if Count you on this take pe- yeah. And yeah. then if you take people and then I have to cut salaries, yeah. how can you tell me that one life is more important than the other kind of thing? You know totally. what I mean? It's not. And it's just like your survival story, right? Yeah. So it's hard. You gotta you gotta make sure that you have the right like that's why we talk about this. And you talk to any big business out there or any business, it's always about your employees. You have to vet them properly. You gotta make sure you hire them properly and get and, the right people. And take care of them, obviously. Well, the, yes. one, the good one. Well, I mean, you take care of everybody. You take care of everyone. And you hope you get good employees, well, but you have to 
the good employees will affect, or the bad employees will affect your good employees because they're like, why are you giving so-and-so another chance? Look how hard I'm working. You know, you really got to think, that's what I came down to eventually, is it was selfish not to think enough about the good employees, right? You have to think about the amazing employees right. working so hard yes. that that's impacting them, the bad ones. Well, it's not you having a heart for whether they leave well, or You said it right. You have to make sure that the good employees are taken care of, but you have to understand something. A bad employee is like a virus. Yeah. It spreads. So yeah. like, you know, my employee that I had, he created a bad work environment where he was showing up, like he wasn't showing up to work. So other people start to think, oh, he's not. And then when even when he was in class, he was more about, you know, the social aspect, talking to people yeah. and on his phone. And like, he's my friend. He's not supposed to be on his phone during class, but yeah. I don't, well, I've told him a million times and then what? And then all of a sudden, because of that, now everyone else tried to do it. Yeah. So that's what it is. You know, but back to the whole thing is just like, yeah, it's very hurtful. There's, there's information out there, but there is no true book you can follow on every bit of this stuff. In fact, I want to say that it was my lesson learned. My lesson, my first lesson learned was what led to the paperwork. And then we started doing paperwork on all our employees. And I'm 99% sure I was the one that told you to make sure you have paperwork well, before no, you started sure, your business. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard though, too, because like we just talked about now, yeah. the law isn't on the employer's side. It's yeah. on the employee's side. Yeah. And what makes it harder is that when an employee is disgruntled, like nowadays, especially nowadays where people are empowered and are entitled, they become a victim. Yeah. And then now, because who right now looks like, you know, who's, who has a better off, they think that I'm better off. Yeah. Yet he plays a victim, says that, oh, he wasn't paid enough. Oh, he did so much. And yet you don't look at it from the other side where it's like, yo, man, we brought him here to help us. Yeah. And we brought him here. We, we spent all this money to get him here. We, we've done all this stuff for him. Like even like little thing, like my mom gave him a free car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I, th I don't think people would realize most of the time if the employee was an amazing employee too, mm -hmm. I'd invest in them. If they said, Tyler, oh. I want to be my own, get that 100%. I am the first one standing there to invest in them, to help them. And how much easier is that business road going to be for them now? So that's so funny that you do that. I would never stop anyone from opening no. their own gym. Uh -uh. And the thing is, is that there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. Yeah. And the funny thing was when we found out, we had to talk with them and we said, Hey, why don't you just, why don't you, uh, stick to your non-compete and open five miles away and yeah. guess what? We'll help you. We'll give you clients. We'll help promote you. We'll give you even all our trade secrets and everything. Yeah. And yet he didn't want to do that because his business plan was to steal. He even said it to me. He said to steal 10% of our students. Yeah. And in his words, you have so many. Yeah. You don't, you know, you shouldn't care. Well, and you know, at the end of the day, you can go after him because it said paperwork, but that's a bigger pain in the ass. It's hard. You, you do, you'll have to make really decisions there, whether to let it go. I usually think, you know, that winning the war is more important than winning the battle in the past. I've had a lot of employees go out and open businesses on me. Mm -hmm. Those guys that I mentioned became my closest competitors. And in the end, they didn't end up stinging me much at all. You know, we yes. went on, we continued well, to grow. The number you know. one thing that you learning from this, and this is going to be a good advice to any business owner out there is you focus on yourself. Yeah. You know, like I'm not, a lot of people are like, Oh, is he mad? I'm not mad. I'm hurt. Yeah. You know, and oh, what's yeah. even more hurtful than that is that he put a sob story out and there were members that I had at my school that had been with us six, five, six years. Yep. And they, they want, everyone wants the bad guy and everyone wants a good guy. So now all of a sudden I got put as a bad guy and they didn't even ask me my side of the story. So, yeah. you know, it's great that we talk about this because no one's heard my side. Yeah. Everyone just, and what's really hurtful is everyone just assumed that he was the victim. 
and that he was the one that got wronged. Yet no one ever looks at the business owner as a human being no more. Yeah. You know, and then everyone forgets that I have feelings too. And I'm so hurt. Like I'm hurt from him. I'm hurt from a lot of people, not only because they believed him, but I can see that people want to take us down. Yeah. And it's like, why? What did we ever do? Like, I'm a hard, like, I, I work so hard for what we do. Yeah. Like, we, I work 16 hours a day, seven days a week. Yep. You know, I don't drive no Ferraris or nothing like that. Yeah. I don't try to show off money. Like, I don't. And, and then the other thing is, is that people don't understand is that it's so hard for us. My mom put her house for sale yeah. so we could keep this thing going. Yeah. And, and then now he's stealing from all of this. You know, I know it's a hard story to go through and, you know, I wish we had way more time to tell it too. But I mean, I think what I would really like to get across is like, there is this, and I know I've said it a couple of times in the episode, like there is this common perception that business owners are ruthless. And I think, I mean, I, I hear your story. I know who you are too. And I know the way this st kind of stuff went down. You cared about somebody, you get them involved with them. And then in the end, you know, they don't care about you as much, you know? And so, um, and so be aware of that as business owners or soon to be business owners out there is like, there is those of us in the world that our businesses are our family, you know, and we make actually bad business decisions because we care about them. You know, yes. if you were just making business decisions all the way along, it'd be pretty easy, right? Yes. You know, but when you actually, and that's the perception that's not, doesn't get told at all for the small business people. We care about our people, yes. their family. We feel responsible and know that we're the reasons they put food on their table, right? If that ends tomorrow, you feel for that person. Yes. And so, well, the hardest part is when you're a business owner, you have, when you're at the business, what are you doing? Yeah. Running the business. Totally. You don't have time to go spend 10 minutes uh, socializing with this person, then that person, then that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people don't get to see the person that you really are. No. You, you know, become and they don't, the and, man behind the curtain at that yeah, point. Yeah, and then all of a sudden yeah. you become the man. Yeah. Or whatever you they want to call it, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're just this corporate business. Yeah. You become a corporation. You're not a human being no more. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, People just want to take you down. And I don't understand that. I mean, I, I can speak for this and vouch for this. And unfortunately, we've run out of time today, yeah. you know, and so we could maybe have another discussion around it. But you run a family place as far as I'm concerned. And that means the students, the employees, you know, I've seen it from the outside in. I think you do an incredible job for the community. Thank you so much. You know, Cliff and I do a series on bullying, you know, and mm -hmm. so like we've talked about bullying before. You've given tremendous insight. He's actually on an episode of our podcast. Yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Yeah. And, uh, and it's really important. It's not just a fight gym. You know, it's a community channel. Danger, well, so. it is like for us, like I know there's not a time, but we yeah. do things to the community. Like we talked about this on that episode. I don't like, I'm not that person that wants to show off what I've done, Yeah. but we do free women's self-defense courses. We do anti-bullying seminars for free for kids. We have a kids, a youth karma class yeah. where youth troubled or troubled youths are there to train for free because we want them off the street. We have kid parents that bring their kids in and be like, Hey, we need, they need martial arts. And I'm like, Hey, bring them in. They don't have to pay. We, but I don't advertise awesome. this. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know you're doing incredible work. And, you know, um, we should get back you on a different yeah. show, you know, and we'll talk about a different journey. Today, I hope that we got across to everybody out there that, that I really want to beat this misconception that all business people are heartless and we don't care about our people. We absolutely care about our people. And, in fact, um, you know, employees are the hardest part of business. Hands down, there is no harder part of business than employees. And when, you're, when your love for them gets in the, involved too, it makes it even harder if you're not a ruthless business person. It's hard. So, um, so I hope that helped you today. 
Um, Ryan, thank you for coming thank in. Thank you so much. You know, sir. absolutely. Uh, check him out. DCS in Vancouver, the lab here in uh, Arizona. You can watch him quite often. Uh, he's in the corner at UFC fights. Um, great all around guy. Uh, and uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Tyler. We'll get you back again. We'll talk about for a different sure. subject. Thank you. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll get back to a different subject next go round. Thank you for joining.